You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. And good morning, everybody. Welcome aboard on this uh, Sunday, June 26th of 2022. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. And once again, from the ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And over there. Yep, right over there in the brand spanking new Radio TFI Executive Tower. Oh, what a move that was. We have the one and only Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. Yes, we're, we're still in the process of moving. It's not done yet. We're more at the uh, taking stuff out of boxes and figuring out which junk I can finally get rid of after carting it around for 40 years. But we're here. It's comfortable. It's much more spacious than the, uh, believe it or not, we have the same 347 stories, and yet it seems more spacious. And we'll talk about more about that as time goes on. But good morning, Mr. Shannon. Anything new with you this week? Mr. Shannon does not have uh, his audio on for some reason. So while he's figuring that out, we're going to go straight to the stock ticker and let's get the market watch done. It's the Radio TFI Market Watch brought to you by good IT people. Uber closed the week at 2303, up $1.22 from last week. Lyft closed the week at 1634, up $1.45 from last week. Tesla, 737.12. Up $86.84. This has been a Radio TFI Market Watch. Holy crap, they're all making money. Yeah, is that any better? Well, I can hear you now. Oh, okay. I'm just making sure here. Just making sure. So we got that out of the way. Fortunately, we had that lock loaded and ready to go because that's how we operate around here. Well, I am uh, a damn sight proud of even with new construction kids and kittens, there are still gremlins working about. Somehow they hop into the boxes when we're packing, and uh, they, they get into the wiring and all that. So uh, we not, will not we will, about that. There, we will forever be hashtag 
big time professional radio. Mr. Shannon, absolutely. Where were we? Where were we? So, anything on your radar this week, sir? Oh, Jesus. Do you think? Let's start. Let's start with, and I mentioned this to John pre show. I'm actually digging the clutter in the background. I like it. I, I'm. Don't worry. We're we're gonna do something behind me, eventually. For those of you watching us on the video, if if you're watching us on radio, don't worry about it. It's not important. But what I thought at first said FTO, and I couldn't figure out what that was. John, tell me about that poster behind you. Well, it is the first time that I have ever contributed to a political campaign. And it so happens that this was about at the time uh, right after Uvalde. And uh, I decided, well, I'm going to donate just a, a mere pittance to the uh, uh, Beto O'Rourke campaign. And uh, you, you ask yourself, well, why would I contribute? Why would I do that for a uh, state in which I don't live? Because I think it's important. I think that it's it, it's a look. Odds are pretty good that um, Governor Walls is going to win his election up here. I don't think he needs too much of my help, other than to show up at the ballot box. Uh, whereas I think Beto is going to have a little bit of a uh, of a hard time there in the Lone Star State. He's got a good he's got a good chance of winning, but I just think that he needs a little bit more help down there than uh uh than um they do up here by or it's needed up here in Minnesota. So you mean you mean besides the fact that uh in Texas and a lot of other places guns now have more rights than women? Ain't that oh man, oh man, oh man. And I am not taking credit for that line. <laughs> I mean, that's that's all over the place. Uh, that's all over the internet, unfortunately. No, it. Uh, well, what what can you look? It wasn't shocking news here about uh, Roe being overturned. I mean, nobody was surprised by it, but that doesn't well, make be, it. Well, that's because that thing leaked about a month or two ago, right? It's like right. being said in February, and when you and and you don't do anything about it, or there's nothing you can do about it, and you die in May. Well, we kind of knew it was coming. Yeah, I'm not shocked about it. Doesn't change the fact that I'm dead. Uh, this is the first time a constitutionally granted right has been revoked. Yeah, that's. And uh... by the way, as always, let's preface this conversation by. Let's take a poll. John, did you bring your uterus today? I uh, no, I left it left it behind. I'm, left right. it. I don't have my, I don't have mine either, which means uh, you know, technically, uh, John and I shouldn't even be discussing this matter. Uh, men have no business being involved in this fight, except as support system for their women, for the women in their lives. I should say. Uh, Nobody's telling us that we can't get Viagra pills and we can't do this and we can't do that. Uh, I will agree. Somebody, some nut, right wing nut job, did make a valid point. Uh, life begins at ejaculation. You know. You know we're we're yeah. there for the split second to uh, to, to 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 
see the egg, so to speak. And uh, and then we get the skip off and, and the women are left to contend with all of this. And by the way, um, not all abortions are simply because some some 19-year-old girl had a wild night. Uh, some of them are for very specific and very life-threatening reasons that uh, the parents, the mother, the mother's life is in danger. Or it's a 12-year-old girl raped by her uncle. Um, yes, I understand it's now up to the states to make it legal or not, but there were already 13 states that had trigger laws. That is, So this happened immediately for them. And, uh, and more probably by the time the dust settles, we'll have half, better than half of our states that will make it illegal to, uh, to have an abortion. And women are not going to stop having abortions. They're no. just going to be, they're just going to be more dangerous and um, more costly. And a lot more women are going to die. Uh, you know, look, look, the GQP, they're more than, uh, they want to keep babies alive in the womb. Once they come out of the womb, though, hey, you're on your own, kiddo. Here, here, we're going to let people shoot guns at you. Well, I'm telling you right now that, look, there is only one way this is going to be resolved, and that's, quite frankly, at the ballot box. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. The only way. Remember, you have options. You have options. If there's absolutely nobody on the ballot that you like, vote Ed. Just write my name in. Don't matter. Write my name in. But vote for somebody. Don't just... As a side note, uh, what came out of the January 6th hearings was that in Georgia... 33,000 people voted for the rest of the ticket, but did not vote for president. So, uh, but voted Republican down the line, but did not vote for president. Uh, in other words, uh, they said to Trump, screw you, we don't want you back. Uh, so just, your votes do matter. Even if there's somebody on that ticket, you some race you're not interested in, vote for everything else. Just get in there and let me point something out do tell the fact is that that our high guys our high gas prices that eventually is going to fade as a matter of fact they're already starting to wean back a little bit will they ever get back below uh two dollars a gallon i i I doubt it no the old companies have had a taste of this but I, I think that after 4th of July, maybe after uh, Labor Day, things will start coming back down to uh, to some degree. Um, I think that um, the economy, I think that inflation eventually, well, as, as gas prices go, quite frankly, so does the rest of the economy because so much, so much hinges on, on the transporting goods to, uh, your markets so well i mean without trucks uh we we don't get these goods and and most of these are independents and they're paying seven bucks and more a gallon for diesel fuel and let's face it 18 wheels are not the most fuel efficient vehicles on the road especially when you've got a cart uh 40,000 tons of frozen food 
from Indiana to to Southern California. Right. It's uh, it, it's not an inexpensive operation, um, and everything goes up. Since we're talking about uh, hold on, let me, let, me, let me finish the point. Oh, I'm sorry. By all means. So, when you go to the polls this November, and you're thinking about the fact that oil prices or gas prices are high and food prices are high and whatnot, and you want to reach out and you want to blame Biden for all of this, and you are so you're going to vote Republican, think about it, especially ladies, think about it for just a moment. I ran a I ran a quick poll here just last uh, just last uh, couple of days ago here where I said what pisses you off more five dollar an hour uh, gas or the restrictions on uh, restrictions on abortion and it was overwhelming like a seven to one margin as far as uh, the re restrictions on abortions is what pisses off people these days I think it's going to make a difference in this election i think that all of a sudden you know okay yeah we're having a little economic hardship here right now and don't get me wrong i'm not trying to make light of it but the fact of the matter is women a certain our female population had a right taken away from them with a snap of a finger and i think i think this this might have you might have woke up a uh, a very angry, angry crowd here with this, and well, we hope so. We hope so. Yes, yes, I agree with you a hundred percent, John. Uh, the the economic hardships will fade; they will fluctuate. This, however, will not be. Uh, remember, it's not Biden who was responsible for high gas prices. That's the oil companies. We got a little a little video here. We're going to play a little audio. Uh, it's very well described. We'll get to that in a moment. But yes, get out and vote because uh, don't believe what you're hearing. Not all of this is Biden's fault. I mean, let's, you know, look, Trump packed the court. Mitch McConnell made sure he blocked Merrick Garland. He made, you know, this was always their goal. Mitch McConnell's, this is Mitch McConnell's wet dream. Well, it's more powdered now at his age. But uh, yeah, John, take that image to bed tonight. Thank you so much. You're entirely welcome. It's what we do. But this has been his his goal uh, is to pack the court. Uh, you've got the last three who all said in their in their Senate hearings what they all say in various versions of oh no, Roe has settled law. Oh no, we're, we're you know. We're not going to mess with that. We're not going to this. You know, Susan Collins is all the poor thing. Oh, they, he, I don't think he was entirely truthful with me. I don't know exactly what she said. You know, she spoke about Kavanaugh. Yeah, well, you know, we tried to tell you at the time, but, you know, you wanted to run along party lines, and lo and behold, all three of them went right back on it. And Clarence Thomas now, what's that? He, he, jackwad. He's suddenly waking up. Anita Hill was correct 30 years ago. She was right. We never should have put him on the court. Uh, long dong silver, and well, yeah, you got to be there. But 
since since we've kind of shifted to oil prices, I want to play this video. Pay close attention to what this man has to say. And uh, remember, the president of the United States does not set gas prices. 2020 looked like bad news for oil companies, but they stopped drilling. They got over $10 billion in government bailouts. And one other thing, was it they like used the money to keep their employees on the payroll? There's, uh, oh no, I'm sorry, it was the opposite of that. They actually fired 100,000 employees. But don't worry, oil companies in 2020 had a better year than they did in 2016. So as 2021 rolled around and a shaky recovery started, oil companies had a choice. They could choose to invest that money in drilling, hire back the people they laid off, and increase supply, or they could not hire those people back, not drill, and restrict supply, forcing oil prices way up. And which one of those things do you think oil companies did? American oil companies did stock buybacks, executive bonuses, and purposely didn't rehire their workforce as a way to maximize profits. And of course they did, they're oil companies. This is almost too dumb to say, but oil companies like when oil prices are high. They sell oil for money. And since drilling operations slowed down as a result of the pandemic, they now get to enjoy massive oil profits as they slowly ramp drilling back up. And if you don't believe me, just ask oil companies. Would Pioneer in that scenario potentially increase production to help make up any potential shortfall? No, uh, Pioneer will stay with our plan. We announced a CapEx plan. As I said, regardless of whether it's $150 oil, $200 oil, or $100 oil, we're not going to change our growth plans. We will continue to prioritize free cash flow generation over the pursuit of volume growth. We have no intention of adding incremental barrels into the market. So if the president phoned you up, Scott, and said, you know what, we need some more oil, what are you going to say to him? I'll tell him we have a pact with our, it's all about the shareholders. Our shareholders own this company. Uh, they want a return of cash. Uh, we know what Weird stuff. <laughs> yeah, so no matter what, it's all about the shareholders. It, it, it's all about the profit. And uh, don't blame Biden. Don't, you know, uh, it, it is it is about the oil companies. Uh, look, we, we're all going to do what we can to. Or you think the oil companies care that uh, you may not drive your car quite as much? They're still getting the same money. Because when you are happily driving, tooling around at 250 a gallon, so what? So you drive 75% uh, of your miles at, at five bucks a gallon. They're still making more money. It's math, people. And they're very, very good at math. Uh -huh. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and like I said, it isn't, it isn't the people that. Uh, uh, are going back and forth to to work or going to drive to go see uh, grandma and whatnot. Those aren't the ones that that I'm worried about. The ones I'm worried about are the ones that are bringing uh, bringing your goods to the uh, to the market. Yeah. Uh, the the tr the trucking industry right now is uh, has got to be suffering from this because they can they can only raise their prices so much it's kind of like our industry we can only right. we've done a taken a couple of little steps to try to absorb but, but the fact of the matter is is that it's uh yeah it's still it's hurting the people who are uh, who who rely on on fuel for their profession if you will right uh, it's, uh, and eventually 
Look, eventually the oil prices will come down. Why? Because nobody will be able to afford. I mean, keep in mind, it's not just it's not just gasoline. Uh, you know, there are other products as well that come out of this. And, uh, you know, every piece of plastic that you have uh, that you're surrounded with has oil oh, in it. That's all petroleum. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Uh, there's there's a gazillion. And that's a that's an industry term, by the way. There's a gazillion products out there that uh, have oil or petroleum based, or in some some way, shape, or form. So it's not just what you put into the uh, the fuel tank. There's a there's a lot more that you just don't even consider every day. Uh, and you know, eventually, eventually, we hope the oil companies will have to. You know, how, how much is enough is the eternal question. How many uh, bonuses? How many millions or billions of dollars? We, we've known by now that there is no limit no to limit. the extent of corporate greed. No, no. Yeah. So, so there you have that. Hey, uh, can we go back to what we were talking about? Uh, yes, I got a couple absolutely. items here. Absolutely. Uh, this is from, I printed it too small, Leela Cohen, at Leela Cohen. This is where, if it was all about babies, we'd have excellent and free universal maternal care. You wouldn't be charged a cent to give birth, no matter how complicated your delivery was. If it was about babies, we'd have months and months of paternal leave for everyone. If it was about babies, we'd have free lactation consul consultants, free diapers, free formula. If it was about babies... We'd have free and excellent child care from newborns on. If it was about babies, we'd have universal preschool and pre-K and guaranteed after-school placements. Well, you're absolutely right. It's uh... Remember, look, they want you to give birth to this child, and once the child is born, they don't care. Mm -hmm. Okay? Look, as more than one person has said in the past few days, if you don't want an abortion, don't get an abortion. Don't get one. If you don't want to do this, that, and if you don't want to own a gun, don't own a gun. So if let's look. If you don't want to smoke pot, don't smoke pot. But don't tell me, okay, what I can do. And don't, I'm certainly not here to tell women what they can do. Whether or not I agree with the concept of the, of abortion is irrelevant, and I'm I, I'm segueing in, into a video that John uh, wanted us to put together here. Uh, but no man has the right to inflict his will as on this particular topic on any female on the planet. I've said it before. I said it at the top of the show. We are the support team. Women in our lives may come to us, talk to us. What should I do? You know, help me through this. Who knows? You know, help me make a decision. That's one thing. But in the end, it is their decision. Uh, also, also uh, coming back around to the confirmation hearing state statements on Roe. This is from the justices. Uh, Roberts said it was settled as a president of the court. Gorsuch said. A good judge will consider it a precedent. Kavanaugh said it was an important precedent. Barrett 
so well settled that no political actors and no people seriously pushing, seriously push for their overruling. In other words, all four there said, and especially the three, the three new ones, they all said the same thing. Oh, it, this is untouchable. It's settled. It's settled. Apparently not. Yeah. Apparently not. Oh, damn it. Speaking of settled, I was going to bring Gil Christ into this, but I left him at the old place still. That's one of the things I got to go back for. You got to? Well, I got to go back anyway, so you know, I, lose, <laughs> I, I lose my cleaning deposit if I leave him behind. 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. That's the number if you'd like to uh, get a hold of us and uh, chat about this. You can also uh, send us a message with that same number. Uh, send us uh, a tweet at, at Taxi Stand Hour. And if you are watching the uh, live feed here on uh, on Facebook with uh, through the through Radio TFI or Friends of the Taxi Stand Hour, you can always send us a message there as well. John, John, you you got a video here that he 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 wants to play, and and I'm all for it. As I began to watch this, I realized as much as I despise this person, having a change of heart is is perfectly normal. Uh, having a change of opinion. And actually, he says it in there. Uh, now, if he was a normal person, I would believe that he just changed his views just because. I, but he's not. Anyway, John, I'll let you bring this one in. Well, this is from 1999. This was an interview uh, with, uh, at that point in time, not even candidate Donald Trump. But uh, there was always speculation about him getting his, uh, putting his toe in the water, per se, in, into uh, politics. This, this is when he was and, a Democrat. Yeah, well, that, that the, exactly. There you go. Again, it's okay and, to change parties. It's okay to change parties. But this will tell you, probably more so than anything else, just how much of an opportunist this uh, this man is. And, of course, we're talking about uh, soon-to-be uh, federal convict, one uh, Donald John Trump. Would President Trump ban partial birth abortion? Well, look, I'm... I'm very pro-choice. I hate the concept of abortion. I hate it. I hate everything it stands for. I cringe when I listen to people debating the subject. But you still, I just believe in choice. And again, it may be a little bit of a New York background because there is some different attitude in different parts of the country. And, you know, I was raised in New York and grew up and work and everything else in New York City. But I am strongly for choice. And on the surface, he sounds like a very normal, you know, if you don't think about what we went through for four, you know, the past six, seven years and all that, and you think, and you're not familiar with him, <clears throat> excuse me, and you think, okay, that doesn't seem like an unreasonable opinion and an unreasonable take on things. Uh, I may not agree with that wholly, but... Uh, but again, we we know everything with him was a scam. It's, uh, but I I gotta say he's not a hundred percent wrong there. You know, you can hate the act, hate the sin, but love the sinner. And that's a, I 
uh, John, you're on mute. Uh, I got to say, I don't disagree with him there. I don't think he was being sincere at all. I think he was just... Uh, but then again, that's a pretty... That's a pretty standard position on it. And so, you know, look, I'd like to slap him. I'd like to slap the orange tint off him, given the opportunity. But that being said, in that particular clip, uh, he's not entirely wrong about any of that. He's from the East Coast. And there's a whole different perspective here in the East Coast than there is in the Midwest and other parts of the country in the South. He's not wrong about that. Whether he's sincere about it is that's open for debate, but he's not wrong about it. Well, it it just goes to show just how much of an opportunist he really was. Oh, I don't question that. I don't that that's, that's not up for debate at all, but I'm just he saying you take, you take that on the surface, the comment, the answer to the question. And you can put those statements into anybody's mouth, and they're perfectly reasonable. He he la- he saw a a group of people who were pissing and moaning, and all they weren't represented enough. They weren't represented enough. Well, that's because not very many people actually. I'm sorry, not very many people buy the whole spiel about. Christianity and about, uh, about, he didn't say anything about hold on hold on he didn't say anything no. about Christianity in there well, I know I'm where you're going with this way, he was leaning towards the evangelicals all right let's let's stop here for a second because I need you to put this in your head okay I was much more familiar with him uh than probably you and a lot of other people were you knew the name you'd heard of him uh most people Look, watching that in 1999, I would go, well, again, and I say it here, it's not an unreasonable position to take. What you have to do is take the last seven years, take that out of your mind and put yourself back in 1999. Not what you know about them now, okay? But look at the statement as it stands on its own. I There's no question in my mind he was he was full of it. Or at least trying to appeal to this one, that one, uh, both sides of the aisle, if you if you will. Uh, but you have to take what you know about 2016 and take that out of the equation. I know you want to hate him. I hate him. I look and like again. I want to slap the wig off its head. Uh, but well, you got to realize that back in 1999, the odds were just as good. That if he would have ran, he would have ran as a Democrat. That is absolutely correct, and and this I, I don't disagree that he was probably trying to scam people, but on the other hand, that statement made at the time, made with what most of the country knew about him. It's a very reasonable stance. Okay, I don't particularly care for the idea of a woman going through that. But I am obviously very much pro-choice. I happen to agree with that statement. Now, whether he was sincere about it or not, again, totally different argument. But back in 1999, you would have looked at it with a much different light than you're looking at it right now. And I understand 
you, John Shannon, John Q. Shannon, cannot look at it any other way because while you knew the name 23 years ago, you weren't as familiar with him as those of us here from this from this neck of the woods. Well, I don't know. You're, you're probably right. But... Oh, there's no probably there. You know I'm right. Come on, just say it, John. Just say Not it. Happening. Get, on your, get on your knees and pray to your God. Your heathen God. Yeah, okay, that's going to happen. Uh, listen, I want to go. I, I want to look at this for just a second here, if we can. All right. I don't know what you're talking about. Go the... Ahead. The decision now is final. Now you've got all these uh, trigger states. Um, and they couldn't wait. They just could not, you know, th this is something that they knew was coming. They passed laws anticipating that this was going to happen. So now you, you have to you ask yourself, what's next? What happens next? What are How are women going to... to be able to obtain a safe uh, a safe abortion. I don't hell with the idea of legal abortion. I'm sorry. Uh, how are they going to be able to obtain a safe abortion? Of course, one of the ideas is that there are still there's still half of the country where it is legal to uh there are no restrictions well i should say there are no restrictions but it is legal for a woman to obtain a, an abortion um and there are people there are companies out there that are that are reaching out that are willing to uh help their employees that uh that uh need to go through this there's all kinds of different ideas floating out there you know the idea of uh of uh, floating out uh, making the um the uh, plan b pill a little bit uh more available a little bit uh, uh easier to obtain and one of the ideas is you know come to the fact that there are going to be women that are going to be coming to the i'll call them for lack of any better lack of any other uh uh word they'll be coming to the free states in order to obtain an abortion if need be so there was something posted on facebook yesterday and lori brought it to my attention i want to i want to muddle through this and read this to you as best as i can oh boy so it's been said that eating ice cream for breakfast is protected by governor walls in minnesota if eating ice cream for breakfast is now legal, is now illegal in your state due to today's Supreme Court decision, and you need a safe place to eat ice cream for breakfast, feel free to reach out. You can crash at my house, and I will drive you to a place where you can eat ice cream for breakfast. Afterwards, we never have to talk about eating ice cream for breakfast ever again. I saw that, and uh, that it, it, what's what's going to be unfortunate is that someday we may have we may come down to having to use codes like that. We we played a video a few weeks ago that's still circul circulating around out out there. Police pull over a mom and her teenage daughter, and uh, you know, are you pregnant? And uh, you know, a whole thing ensues. Uh, 
Uh, that that is a great sentiment, and we all want to be helpful. I have driven women to have this procedure. I have picked them up as a friend, not as uh, because they trusted me. They called me, and, yeah, and I did that. And uh, my feelings on it, I kept to myself because that's not what they needed to hear. Uh, I've read a few. I've read a few stories over the past few days about women who had to have a procedure done because it boiled down to uh, either either they were both going to die or the you know to save the mother's life she was going to have to terminate the pregnancy for a variety of reasons. Um, this wasn't a, again not about a 19 year old who went out and you know did a girl's gone wild thing. Uh, and got pregnant. Well, but, again, but this, but but what? I'm not done. But to read these stories, and then these women are talking about having to go through these massive protest crowds. You know the ones where the people don't that want to save the life of the baby, but are more than willing to kill the doctor. Yeah, you know that one. <sighs> go ahead, John. So. Again, where do we go from here? It's it has everything now to do, not so much with national elections. Um, we have the midterms coming up where you're going to see a, a lot of local and statewide offices up for grabs right now. And this is where Okay, if it's up to if it's up to the states, at least at the, until there can be a national law actually codified uh, to ensure the rights of women nationwide, then things have to be done at a state level. And if you are mad about this, this situation, you cannot worry about the national elections. Right now, you have to correct the problem at the state level. If you, that is the only place you're going to be able to correct this right now. Mm -hmm. And so I know that the midterm elections are not sexy. You don't get a lot of turnout in the mid in the midterms, but this is now where you need to be and where you need to focus. And, um, like I said, Ed's absolutely correct. I'm I'm actually in the very same boat with this. I, the idea of someone have or uh, of of uh, the idea of abortion does bother me. You know, it, it, it's it's sad that this that the baby that, 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 that there will be a, there won't be a baby brought into the world. I totally get it. It is very sad. But the fact of the matter is, is there, it is not my business. It is not my business. It is not your, it is not your neighbor's business. It is not anybody's business, whether or not you decide to carry that pregnancy to term. Or why? And, and exactly. And you, uh, I, I'm sorry. 
this is for me this is a no-brainer especially going to the same people these are the same very people that uh were pissing and moaning about vaccinations and wearing masks right. and right my body like my body my body. choice oh well, i'm not getting i'm not getting no shot no my so. body well because i know john by the way it's q when it's uh, it's cue in that case cue the uh, q john Boehner in your tweet oh oh well you spelled it q u e you eat. I know, I know. The line. But ladies and gentlemen, because of course we have to have our uh, our road scholar chime in on all things important. You know, I, I think there is a real risk of violence. We've seen multiple Democrats now, including Maxine Waters, before that Chuck Schumer, before that the Biden White House, uh, effectively encouraging violence. Chuck Schumer stood on the steps of the Supreme Court and threaten Justice Kavanaugh and Justice Gorsuch by name. Cruz, go fuck yourself. There you go. <laughs> there's never, there's never a, a reason not to play that, but it's just so much better when there is. For those there. of you missing here, uh, John tweeted that video the other day and prefaced it with uh, Q John Boehner, and that's... Uh, Hold on, John, because once again... Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. I can never hear that enough times. And um, by the way, did you see any reports of any widespread violence or no. anything like that? No, Ted Cruz is an idiot. For, for as highly educated a man as he is, he's an idiot. Okay, he goes on Fox and speaks into the echo chamber. Uh <clears throat> Notice you don't see him showing up on uh, a, a precious few uh, outside the right-wing echo chamber. You know what? I don't understand you folks in Texas. I really don't. He, 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 he cares nothing about you. Nothing. Just, 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 uh, anyway, let, let's, let's get well, away from that. He, well, your thing is now is he sported that uh, Davy Crockett look, so uh, yeah. he... <laughs> But Look, we're, uh, we're, we're we're kind of jumping around here, but let's let's end this real quick, and, and then we can move on to something else here uh, for the next uh, fifteen minutes or so. But I want to play this here. I want to play this clip that I found. Uh, actually, Lori found it for me on uh, on Instagram of all places, and uh, this is this is her name is. Uh, Anna Kasprian, I believe it is. Or, uh, yes. I, uh, that's, and she's on, she's on the Young Turks. That's uh, oh, is she? I didn't. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, research. Oh yeah, yeah. I got the name for you. So there you go, pal. Only because I was busy producing her show. Anyway, but let's hear what she has to say with it. I think it's a very valid point here. Hang on. Don't do anything. These comments might be strong, but it's how I genuinely feel. Um, I don't care that you're a Christian. I don't care what the Bible says. Like, I feel like it's a clown show, like sitting here trying to decipher what your little mythical book has to say about these very real political issues, right? I don't care if you're Christian. In fact, 
I will fight for you to have your religious liberty and practice your Christianity. I believe in that. I don't believe in Christianity, which means that you do not get to dictate the way I live my life based on your religion. I don't care what the Bible says. You have every right in the world, all those women who identify with your religion have every right in the world to not get an abortion, to not take birth control, but they do not have the right to dictate my life and what I decide to do with my body. I don't care about your goddamn religion. I'm so tired of having nonstop conversations about what the Bible says you live your life in the way that you interpret the Bible. Again, I don't care, but you don't get to take the Bible and tell me, well, the Bible says this in this chapter and this verse. I don't care. I don't care. I don't believe in it. And I have the right based on our constitution to not believe in it. I love this woman. Absolutely. Yes, I've, I've absolutely. Been, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. It's no secret that. I don't buy into any of that stuff, uh, Gilchrist notwithstanding. He's an anomaly in my life. I was uh, raised Catholic. I got over that. I like to think I did. But I agree with her 100%. And I've said that right here on this platform. You do you, boo. If you believe the Bible tells you to, to, to wear pink on Tuesdays, then you wear pink on Tuesdays. By the way, the Bible is a great book if you want it to say something because you can interpret it to mean pretty much anything you like it to be. Any point the, way, the hand of God did not come down and tip-tap, tippity-tap on a typewriter and write it himself. These stories have been handed down for 2,000 plus years, however long. They have been translated to different languages at every step, not bar none. Every step, a human with a mind and an opinion rewrote this stuff. Change a word here, twist the meaning there. Now you're looking, uh, the Bible is nothing but opinions. I have my opinions. My opinion is the Bible is a fantasy book. I, and again, I've said it before. There's some great lessons in there. And I'm not saying it's totally worthless. It's not. But to run my life, or more importantly, for you to run my life, she is 100% correct. Keep it to yourself, toots. You want to run your life by going by what this book of fairy tales says? By all means. God damn it. I heard I respect your right. I I will, again, I've said it before. I agree with her 100%. It's like she's in my head. I will defend your right to practice your religion. You do you. Don't drag me into it, though. Okay? And don't drag me in. Don't drag anybody else in that doesn't want to go. All right? Your opinions are yours. Okay? You feel free to express those opinions. But just because your Bible says it, well, you know what? Let, let's get 100 people of different religious religions around and find out whose God is better. My God's better than your God. You know, you all sit out there and, you know, there's hundreds of gods that people believe in. And they all believe theirs is the supreme deity. Deity, excuse me. Uh, the problem is that most of you folks have and I'm, I'm paraphrasing Ricky Gervais here. I just believe in one less God than you do. 
There's hundreds of them out there. You don't believe in all of them, just the one. Oh, I just believe in one less. And that's my right. Exactly. So keep the religion out of it, kids and kittens, because you know what? There's a lot of us out here that don't care. And there's a lot of Bible thump folks that follow the Bible and are good religious people, and they do the right thing, and they live a good life. And you know what? They don't want to hear it either, okay? They'll make their decisions, and that's that, and that's it. And uh, check, please. There you go. So, which way do you want to? Uh, which way do you want to go now? Here, do you want to continue on the uh, path of the Supreme Court? That oh, surely, surely made your area a lot more safer these de- these days. And don't call me Shirley. Let's uh, let's start with uh, two different pairings of well, kind of a comedy duos here. Uh, th- this is all about the January sixth. So, what we have here is Adam Schiff. And Randy Bowers. I actually knew a kid named Randy Bowers when I was a kid. It's interesting. It's not the same person. but uh, uh, And this is a staunch Republican who later would said, I'd still vote for Trump. So, you know, hey, look, the Kool-Aid must be fantastic. But uh, this is him talking about uh, Rudy Tooty, fresh and fruity. At some point, did uh, one of them uh, make a comment that uh, they didn't have evidence, but they had a lot of theories? That was Mr. Giuliani. And and what exactly did he say and how that come up? My recollection, he said, we've got lots of theories. We just don't have the evidence. It, what, there was one judge at one point said, you know, this this is just a, uh, this is a coup looking for a, for a, 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 oh, I can't remember the phrase. So so let's, but yeah, I, I, I mean, they had nothing. There's never been anything. Everyone who says we've got a, 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 a ton of proof, especially Mike Lindell. Where? Where is it? Where's your evidence? You've got none. Now, this is this is to me, this is why this is where the danger lies. Larry Kudlow, who is a, a stammering bastard, uh beady-eyed little bastard. By the way, that was a word award this week, beady. Uh and Mike Pence. Well, by the way, if y'all thought Mike Pence was some kind of hero for doing oh, the yeah, quote, right. Quote, right thing on January 6th, he did what he was supposed to do. His role was ceremonial. Nothing more. That is a ceremony. But listen to these two chowderheads going back and forth. And they're talking about Joe Biden here. But see if you can figure out who, who they should be talking about. Have you ever mm-hmm. seen a president who refuses to accept blame and i want to add to that commits so many falsehoods i'm being very polite here calling it falsehoods falsehoods uh, you know on any given day he's out there saying stuff that just ain't true you ever seen anything like that never in my lifetime i said today that uh, there has never been a time in my life where a president was more disconnected from the American people. Except for the four years that I wished I could have disappeared from the planet. I mean, was he in a coma for those four years? I mean, there's that great picture of him sitting, sitting in the, uh, uh, in the Oval Office and what, and he just, he's sitting next to Trump and he's got his eyes closed. Like, Oh my God, please just let me, you know, disappear out of here. 
you know. Well, he's still weighing what? a run himself in uh, oh in 2024. Yeah. I, I would love to see it. Hey, X, X, because then he has to start answering questions. Now, he's a very good tap dancer. He's, you know, he'll, he'll give you the non-answers. Uh-huh. Uh, he'll give them to you. But, um, you know, if, if he's so concerned, why hasn't he shown up at the January 6th committee? And by the way, they're still open for business. They say it every, at the end of every one of those hearings. You got anything? You just bring it on by. You come on by. We'll make room for you. Uh, we got another two, by the way, two more weeks until they start that up again. From what I'm understanding, they're getting a lot more new stuff coming in, a lot of a lot of information. So, uh, you know, hopefully this is going to get better before it get. You know, it's going to really come down on people. Uh, so. Oh, I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead and play this clip here about uh, uh, one of my one of my favorites here, Gosar the Gosarian. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, let's talk about Paul Gosar just for a quick minute and set it up. If you're not familiar with uh, Representative Paul Gosar from, from Arizona, keep in mind when he ran for his seat, his six siblings, I think it's six, five or six, uh, all spoke out against him. Uh, you know, and believe you me, it ain't it ain't fun when your five or six siblings turn on you. Trust me. <laughs> exactly. Let's give this a roll. And go ahead, fire it up. Arizona Congressman Paul Gozar was one of the main instigators of the January sixth attack on the Capitol, but that wasn't the first time he tried to violently overturn the election. New leaked text messages show that Gozar tried to organize a riot at the Arizona State Capitol to disrupt the counting of Joe Biden's electoral votes. And he even tried to enlist the help of the Proud Boys, a violent, racist, pro-Trump gang, to do it. We will kill you. That's the Proud Boys in a nutshell. We will kill you. We look nice. We seem soft. We have boys in our name. But like Bill the Butcher and the Bowery Boys, we will assassinate you. Paul Gozar isn't just an extremist. He's a collaborator with fascists. Even his own siblings are calling on Congress to expel him. He peddles in rumor, he peddles in propaganda, and he lies consistently to the American people and to his constituents. The point in time to reach my brother, I, I think that's been passed. The Constitution is clear. Insurrectionists are not allowed to hold federal office. Expel Paul Gozar and prosecute him for sedition. Man, oh man, uh, when, when when you're seriously, I remember when when I first heard of Paul Gozar. When boy, oh boy, when you're when your siblings, uh, normally in a case like this where siblings don't you know don't see eye to eye, they would just stay quiet. You know, they just wouldn't say anything. They wouldn't. They wouldn't support them, uh, but they certainly wouldn't come out. And you go back and see when Gosar was running, and my God, all of his—I think all except one of his siblings uh, who agreed with the rest just didn't want to be on. Uh, they all appeared in, in ads for his opponents. Well, meanwhile, meanwhile, meanwhile we have. Uh, we have more right-wing wackadoodles out there that, uh, by the way, 
I, I want to put it out here right now. I put it out on Twitter uh, last week, and unfortunately, I don't have I don't have the money to to afford such a thing. But I am looking. I have come up with the perfect, the absolute perfect mascot for what I call the right wing wackadoodle. Unfortunately, I have no art skill. So, so we're this, putting it out there. So I'm putting it out here that I need somebody with some artist uh, skills here that can draw. I'm, I'm thinking about a bird, I think, is is what I'm looking at here. Do not infringe on the artist creative process. You gave them the assignment. Please come up with ideas for the right wing wackadoodle. Don't, don't limit it. Let them do their thing. We would appreciate it. There you go. Absolutely. And and, and if and if and if no right wing wackadoodle actually wants to take it as a mascot, we will consider. I'll take it on as my mascot on, in my discord. <laughs> so here, uh, here by the way is another right wing wackadoodle uh, going on what he is calling as a rhino hunt. America Crichton's Navy Seal, and today we're going rhino hunting. The rhino feeds on corruption and is marked by the stripes of cowardice. Join the MAGA crew, get a rhino hunting permit. There's no bagging limit, no tagging limit, and it doesn't expire until we save our country. See, here's one of the many things that bothers me about that. First off, according to these Republicans, the GQP, you can't possibly have a change of change of heart. See, it's a cult. You have oh, to vote Trump. Hey, it's Cancun's. Uh, we uh, are always happy to see Cancun's. All is forgiven. Uh, thanks for joining. And us. he obviously appreciates the concept of a right wing wackadoodle. <laughs> That's it. Just just come up with, with your uh, with your ideas and send them to uh, PO Box. Exactly. <laughs> that is just it's always special. Always special in Cancun's. Dips his toe in the pool. We are uh, exactly. Let's so, uh, go ahead. What do we got left here? We got about a minute. We got a minute. Uh, that's a shame because, of course. Uh, well, there was other things that the Supreme Court uh, uh, screwed around with uh, that I guess maybe we'll have to talk about that a little bit more next week. That uh, is absolutely correct. So we're, so. we're going to just kind of ease our way into. Uh, well, we're going to have, have a lot of fun in hour number two. Yeah, we are. I worked. I want you to know that I worked and slave, worked and slaved over. <laughs> I, I tell you, I find I finally made the Wayback Machine a nice, well-run, well-oiled machine. Yeah. Fire. <laughs> okay. And by the, by the way, I'm kind of hoping. I'm kind of hoping. I I there, there's a part of me that's looking forward to me losing, if not this week, next week, or whatever. Well, if this week, uh, because the the next challenger I have locked and loaded, I'm really looking forward to. Take us yeah. out, John. 
All right. Well, we'll be uh, we'll be back in just a little bit. You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. Just Killing Time is next. T-F-I You found Just Killing Time with John and Ed. I'm going to take a bath. I'll alert the media. On Radio T-F-I. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. If you are watching live, the comment section is open. From a payphone, call collect. while I whip this out. <laughs> Fellow Texans, I am proudly standing here to humbly see. I assure you, and I mean it, now who says I don't speak out as plain as day and fellow Texans I'm for progress and the flag. Long may it fly. I'm a poor boy, come to greatness. So it follows that I cannot tell a lie. What the hell did he say? Same as usual, not a damn thing. to dance a little sidestep now they see me now they don't have come and gone and ooh, i love to sweep around the wide step cut a little swath and leave the people alone governor do you plan to take action against the chicken ranch now my good friends it behooves me to be solemn and declare I'm for goodness and for profit and for living clean and sane daily prayer and now my good friends you can sleep nights I'll continue to stand tall you can trust me for I promise I shall keep a watchful eye upon you I hear him talking, but he don't come in. Ooh, I love to dance a little sidestep. Now they see me, now they don't have come and gone. And ooh, I love to sweep around the white step. Got a little swat and leave the people alone. There he is. Come on, boys. Governor, Governor, mail the people. Watch those news. 
Why has the chicken ranch operation been so long ignored? We seem to be having some acoustic problems in here. Aren't you afraid of possible payoffs and bribes? Melvin, I'm sorry. Enough of this pussyfooting, Governor. What do you intend to do about Miss Mona and the chicken ranch? Miss Mona, I don't know her, though I've heard the name, oh yes, but of course I have no close contact, so what she is doing I can only guess, and now Miss Mona, she's a blemish on the face of that good town. I am taking certain steps here. Someone somewhere's gone. I have to close her down. Can you believe that, man? Is that a yes or a no? It's a possible maybe. Ooh, I love to dance a little sidestep. Now they see me, now they don't have come and gone. And ooh, I love to sweep around the white step. A little swat and be the people on Ooh, I love to catch a little sidestep Ooh, I love to sweep around the white step Got a little swat and leave the people I was waiting for that little introduction. That yeah, never came. Just died up, sorry. Oh, okay. Not the end of the world. All right. Well, by the by the way, I mentioned this in our uh, uh, when we were talking pre-show here that um, I decided, at least for the time being, I'm going to abandon my big. Uh, water cooler for tell the, uh, who we sure. are. tell the people who we are what we don't we don't have enough evidence of that already tell the people who we are oh good lord all right welcome back you are listening to just killing time here on radio tfi and on the radio tfi streaming network once again, from the Radio TFI and ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. Over there in the Radio TFI executive tower, it is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Once again, good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. Welcome aboard. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. That was the sidestep from... Uh, the uh, musical production and the well that was from the film in 1981 the best little horror house in texas that was the esteemly talented uh late charles derning performing that uh he where he plays the not so honest governor of texas it just felt to me that something involving the governor of texas sidestepping everything seemed appropriate this week so uh hope you all enjoyed it if you ever get the chance to see the uh the film Dolly Parton is fantastic. 
Burt Reynolds made a wise choice by never singing in public again. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm due to see that. I haven't seen that movie in quite Very a good movie. It, 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 it really is. Dolly Parton is just, she was made for the role of Miss Mona. I mean, just, just sit down, you and Laurie, uh, and, and you'll you'll just have a wonderful time. A wonderful time. All right. So, so what time is it now, John? I think it's time to start getting into, because we are going to need just about every minute of what we uh, have for uh, today's Just Killing Time. Because... Your boy has worked his ass off putting together this list for this week of birthdays from today right on through next Saturday, which will be my second already. Can you believe that? Holy buckets. So here we go with the birthdays for today where uh, cyclist Greg Lamont will be 61 years old. The name sounds familiar, but I can't really put a... He's a cyclist from, oh, geez, I want to say he oh, was back in the 80s, 90s era. He was really, you know, did the Tour de France thing. And There's a lot I don't remember from the 80s and 90s, so. I totally understand. Uh, former, uh, former Green Bay Packer Shannon Sharp will be 54 years old. I don't like him. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> um, Chris O'Donnell will be 52. Wait a minute. Chris O'Donnell? Chris O'Donnell. Which Chris O'Donnell? You know, the one that played Robin in the Batman, one of the uh, Batman movies. Good God, that was like 30 years. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you know? I'm this Batman. name you might not you might not be uh, familiar with, uh, Gretchen Wilson. Gretchen Sings Wilson, of course, that she uh, she's country western. The, the original redneck woman will be forty nine. Wow. Derek Derek Jeter will be forty eight years old. Nobody cares except five million people surrounding me right now. <laughs> exactly. Uh, professional dogfighter uh, Michael Vick will be 42 years old. <laughs> you know, I remember seeing him for the first time play. And uh, I hadn't seen him a lot because, uh, boy, oh, boy, that guy was a physical specimen. He made moves that were just uh, just physically impossible. He, he, he violated the laws of physics. And uh, it's a shame that it all Moving on. Went the, way, went the way it did. Uh, and for uh, the last one for the 26th is Ariana Grande, who will be 29 years old. Cute little girl. You know, her brother competed on Big Brother about five or six seasons ago. Maybe longer. Really? 
Huh. Yeah, he didn't he didn't let it be known who his sister was until way near the end. I see. Uh, we got one for tomorrow here, uh, the 27th. Toby McGuire will be 47 years old. Spider-Man. Moving on to the 20th. By the way, did you, I'm sure just about everybody that, that's uh, wanted to see this movie has seen the movie, but uh, the uh, most recent Spider-Man where we have the three, the, the Spider-Man... Oh. Different worlds. Spoiler alerts, man. Spoiler alerts. Oh, come on, for crying out loud. If you didn't know by now. Anyway, go ahead. Anyways, I liked his reoccurring. That that or I liked should say reoccurring. I liked the fact that they brought him and the other the other dude back into it. Yeah, no, it was fun. It was fun to see. So all right, moving on to the 28th, where uh Hey, here's one I'm sure you'll like. Mel Brooks will be 96 years old. Now, now there were any number of things that I wanted to uh, put towards that to use, and and I just there was there was so many things. I am such such. A Mel Brooks fan, and I just couldn't get rid of. I couldn't settle on one. There, there were just so many that I could have gone with, and I just think it. And it's just best that I, I just didn't do anything. Okay, because, favorite uh, Mel Brooks movie. Oh God! Well, the first one I ever saw was The Producers. Okay, and uh, so that's got a special place. Uh, I almost, I almost lost it when I saw Springtime for Hitler for the first time. Almost lost it, uh, and of course, Blazing Saddles. Uh, you know, I, I, I still laugh at Blazing Saddles. Um, History of the World I, Part One. History of the World, but it's good to be the king. It is. Oh, piss boy! You can do these quotes. All day long, all day long. One of my favorites, and then let, let me take down the uh, the screen, uh, the card for a second. If you're watching, this is going to be uh, in Blazing Saddles. Black Bart says to the kid, uh, played by Gene Wilder, he says, uh, or Gene Wilder, they're talking about his, his, if he can still shoot. And Gene Wilder does this, raises his left hand up, and look at that, steady as a rock. And then his right hand comes up, but I shoot with this hand. <laughs> Shaking and and uh, and all that stuff. And and again, uh, are you okay? Okay, I'm having chair problems. All right, well let's uh, let's roll right along here because we still got a few more yet. Uh, By the way, we could do a full show on Mel Brooks alone. Oh, I'm sure we could. I can. Uh, you, uh, you, you know, uh, what about that hump? What hump? <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh, to the, come and join the, the Nazi party. Back to the 28th here where Kathy Bates will be 74. Really? She's uh, I didn't realize she was that old. I'm your, uh, I'm your biggest fan. I you should uh 
I don't know if you remember this particular player or not, but Don Baylor will be 73. Don, Don Baylor, sure. Sure. He actually played, played for the, the uh, center for the Knicks. Uh, I think we're talking about a different Don Baylor. <laughs> I'm messing with you, boy. Uh, he uh, he actually spent uh, a season in Minnesota. He played. Uh, he was a DH for the Twins in their uh, uh, World Championship run of '87. So, all right, moving on. Uh, on the 28th here, John Elway will be 62 years old. Man, it is it is hard to believe that it, it I mean what a career. You stop and think about the guys that came out of that class, Elway, Marino, Kelly, and uh what a great period that was for football. Uh I know Elway and Marino only played against each other about a half dozen times. Uh and of course Kelly and Marino every year, twice a year. Right. It was uh you know, I'm trying to remember who else came out of that quarterback class. It was, it was Montana, amazing. Montana, wasn't it? Wasn't Montana? I don't know. I'm trying to remember. He might have been a year or two before. Anyway, let's move on. All right. And the last one here on the 28th, Elon Musk will be 51 years old. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. Moving on to the 29th, where Dan Deerdorf, Deerdorf will be 73 years old. Now, there's uh, oh, hold on, hold on a second. I got now. We used to tease a buddy of ours, uh, uh, shoot, uh, his name was Dale. And when Al Michaels, Frank Gifford, and Dan Deardorff were doing Monday Night Football. We used to, uh, we always used to re refer to it as Al Frank and Dale. And I don't <laughs> know why we did it, but every time I hear Dan Deardorff's name, I can't, I, I can't help but think of uh, uh, my buddy, my buddy Dale. And uh, uh, it's, uh, it's just one of those things. You know, you uh, you make your fun. We we would watch, you know, we'd watch Monday Night Football every week. The whole whole bunch of us. And uh, anyway, that's a story. Anybody that story would mean anything to is dead. And that's the truth. Oof. It's just me. Let's move on. Let's move on to the thirtieth, where actor David actor Allen Greer will be sixty six years old. Really? Yes. One of the greatest, one of the greatest bits ever, and we played it, we played it a couple of times here on the show, is when he was on uh, in Living Color, and him and Damon Wayans would do the the men on thing, and the best was men on football. Fox put in Living Color on live at halftime. Uh whatever network was shown the Super Bowl, CBS, whatever. And the stunt programming, they put Mad TV on during the half hour of halftime. And and the they did the bit men on football. Oh, it is we've played it. We will play it again. I most certainly during football season, if not the Super Bowl, 
and just just hilarious just just and david allen greer has always been funny he's a great actor too moving on moving on here to also on the 30th mike tyson will be 56 years old <laughs> now did you see the story recently about mike tyson on the plane where he wailed on a guy yeah did you did. see the video of the guy pre-beating no the guy was teasing Tyson. He was tapping him on the back of it. He was begging for it. Tyson got up, turned around in his seat, reached, you know, was kneeling in his seat, facing backwards, beating eleven crap out of it. And you know what? Look, I've always, I've always, you know, look, Mike Tyson has his own problems and probably shouldn't be allowed out in polite society. But this guy had it coming. He's lucky he was able to walk off that plane. Well, let's face it. Not everybody, not everybody can uh, can claim that they've had their ass kicked by Mike Tyson. So I mean, I've always said there's a, there's two types of boxers. There there's a there's a fighter, and well, actually, there's a fighter and a boxer. Uh, uh, Tyson is neither. He was an animal, pure and simple, pure animal. Moving on. Uh, Lori mentioned to me that, uh, or no, not very many people can say that they've had their ear gnawed off by uh, Mike Tyson as well. You leave a Evander Holyfield out of that. I was watching that fight. Oh, God. So was I. Yeah. All right. Moving on here. Michael Phelps will be 37 years old on the 30th. He, that man was born with the perfect body for swimming. Literally the perfect body for swimming. Okay. Okay. <laughs> on to the I got nothing. Uh moving uh, on moving to on July first. July where Corporal Klinger, Jamie Farr will be 88 years old. There's a guy who came in. I think he was only supposed to do one or two episodes of MASH, and it turned into a whole career for him. It was wonderful. What a what a wonderful role. Uh, let's see here. David Duke, the the predecessor to today's Republican Party, 72 years old. And he also gets this one. He gets Anything. Nope, that's it. Uh, God, this is, this will make you feel old, uh, also on the first, uh, Dan Aykroyd will be 70 years old. Good God. And if you're not feeling old enough, here's one. Carl Lewis will be 61. Yeah, but I bet you I still couldn't couldn't beat him in a foot race. I bet you're right. I bet I couldn't beat him in a walking race. Uh -huh. And the last one here for the uh, for the first is uh, Pamela Anderson will be fifty five years old. Pam Anderson, welcome aboard, Mister Shaw. Just in time, just in time, sir. <laughs> All right, moving on to we got three of them here for the second of July. Oh where, my God! Where Larry David will be seventy five years old. Oh, I missed that. Uh, uh, I missed that on the list. Uh, let's see. Um, well, we got we got Tom Shaw joining us here. He'll know this guy. 
uh, uh, Brett the Hitman Hart will be 65 years old. Who 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 be that? Bret Hart was a uh, very popular uh, wrestler back in the uh, oh I'd have to say back in the um, uh, through the nineties I think is probably it was his heyday. Was he a wrestler or a wrestler? He was a wrestler. All right, but Finally. very 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 well skilled. Uh, uh, professional wrestler, uh, and then last but not least, uh, Jose Canseco will be 58 years old. Oh, loser! Oh, loser! <laughs> had a great career going, decided he had to pump up. And, uh, do you know he had a twin brother that also played major league ball? Uh, I saw that. I uh, was Ozzy. Okay, Ozzy. All right. Well, geez, that <laughs> just birthday, birthdays alone just burned through uh, twenty four minutes. So uh, we still don't have an ending for that. So, all right. Well, let's get right. Uh, go ahead and kick up this finely tuned machine here. We call the Wayback Machine. Hang on, hang on. We we have to jump it this week. Stand by. There it goes. Wait. Pump the gas. Pump the gas. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting installment of Professor Shannon's Wayback Machine. A look ahead to what's happened in the past. Here's your host, Professor John Shannon. All right. For for our first entry, we go way back. Way back. Way back to June 26th of 1498. Yes, 1498, where the toothbrush was invented in China using boar bristles. Man, we gotta we gotta set some limits on this. <laughs> going back, going to uh 1870, where the first section of the Atlantic City boardwalk opens. Wow. Wow. Never been there. You haven't? I have, actually. It's pretty cool. I've, I've never been. Uh, 1894, where Carl Benz of Germany receives U.S. patent for a gasoline-driven auto. It's the same, it's the same one we use here on the show. How about that? Uh, in 1916, the Cleveland Indians experiment with numbers on the back of their jerseys. How'd that work out? Pretty damn good idea. They only did it for one game, though. So, You know, when, when teams start using numbers to identify, mostly they, the numbers uh, that the players were issued were based on their position. That makes sense. That's that's why you say a lot of the Yankees have those uh, retired numbers, have those lower numbers. Moving on. Uh, in 1927, the Cyclone roller coaster roller coaster opens in Co on Coney Island. God. I could have trimmed the beginning. 
a little bit. That's enough of that. That's enough of that. Okay, so then moving on to 1977. Where Elvis Presley sings in his in Indianapolis. This would be his last performance of his career. Well, thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Uh-huh. A peanut butter and a banana sandwich really get me through the night. Uh-huh. I actually saw his last concert in uh, in uh, St. Paul, Minnesota in 1977. But did he know it was his last concert in St. Paul? He did. He probably yeah. didn't. I remember exactly where I was when I found out. That he died. Where were I, had you? Just, I had just started. It was my first or second day working for United Press International. I was 18 years old. Yep. All right. Moving on to 1981, where Stripes, the American, the American military uh, comedy film directed and produced by even Redman, starring Bill Murray, Carol Ramis, and John Candy premieres. And that's a fact. Czechoslovakia. We go in, we go out, nobody gets hurt. In I went through. I, hold on, hold on. I went through a bunch of bunch of quotes to try to figure out which one would, and there was so many. I, I just went for the theme song. Go ahead. Well, I, I still say that's a fact, Jack. That's a fact, Jack. Razzle dazzle. Did you know that in 1990 it reached a temperature of 122 degrees in Phoenix, Arizona? That'd be hot. That'd be damn hot. That'd be damn hot. That's going to hell hot. <laughs> okay, then. This is kind of apropos. In uh, 2015, the U.S. Supreme Court rules 5-4 to four that same-sex marriage is legal across all U.S. states. Give them a chance. They'll get to that. Yeah, no kidding, right? Okay, let's go on quickly here to the 27th. Where in 1915 they recorded a temperature of 100 degrees at Fort Yukon, Alaska. That is a state record that, to my knowledge, stands still today. Is this the weather report? Yeah, we are also now the Weather Channel. You didn't know okay. that, right? There you go. No, no, I uh, I'll put on my summertime bloomers. Okay. There you go. In 1950, North Korean troops reached Seoul. Uh, UN asks members to aid South, South Korea. Harry Truman orders U.S. Air Force and Navy into the Korean conflict. And then Klinger showed up. Exactly. In 1973, John Dean tells the Watergate Committee about Nixon's enemies list. I am not a crook. In 1974, the Flip Wilson show aired its last show on NBC. The devil made me do it. You know, I searched for an hour to find an audio clip of him saying the devil made me do it. 
I could not, I could find him in the original routine where he's talking to Geraldine and she said, the devil made me buy this dress, but I could not find the devil made me do it. Okay, moving on to the 28th, or excuse me, moving on to 1988, rather, where Mike Tyson KO'd Michael Spinks in 91 seconds in Atlantic City. I'll beat him up. I'll beat him up, I tell you. If you heard that voice, <laughs> just the voice, come on, boy, step out from behind that curtain. I'll whip your ass. <laughs> That's twice in, for Mike Tyson today. We, I know, right? Twice. In, two, in uh, 2003, the United States National Do Not Call Registry formed to combat unwanted telemarketing calls administered by the Federal Trade Commission enrolls at least three quarters of a million phone numbers on its first day. We're sorry. You have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in service. If you feel you have reached this recording in error, please check the number and try your call again. I understand that's the recording that people get when they try to call in. That's why we haven't gotten it. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. We block. We we advertised the number. And we also disconnected it. So you know, there, there you go. go. Okay, and then in 2017, where Mark Zuckerberg announced his Facebook has reached two billion <laughs> users. Face plant. Oh, come on. They'll welcome you back. <laughs> they didn't throw me out. I, I, I left voluntarily. Moving on to the 28th, where in 1776, the final draft of the Declaration of Independence is submitted to the Continental Congress. We the people. Not we the corporations. No, not we the corporations. We the although the corporations are now viewed as people thanks to the GQP. Exactly. Moving on. Exactly. In 1935, where FDR orders a federal gold vault to be built at Fort Knox, Kentucky. Yeah, but we're no longer on the gold standard, so. Eh. Yeah, there you go. In 1950, in North Korean forces forces capture Seoul. South Korea in the opening phase already, of the Korean War. We already, we already did that. No, it's, it's completely different. Okay, once again, Klinger shows up. Moving on. In 1971, the U.S. Supreme Court, in one of their better decisions, at 8 to 0, uh, uh, overturned the draft evasion conviction of Muhammad Ali. Close the window. Avoid the draft. That was very popular. No, it's. You finally got that. Good job. I've been playing it. That's like the eighth time I've played it. Moving on. <laughs> All right. 1960, or excuse me, this is the 29th now. We're in 1964, the Civil Rights Act of 1964 passes after an 83-day filibuster in the U.S. Senate. Yay! Uh, in 1968, Tiptoe Through the Tulips with Me by Tiny Tim peaks at number 17. Tiptoe through the window 
There, there is your earworm for the week. Now, what was his wife's name? Oh, oh, I've heard it. I've heard it. I've heard you know it. it. You're going to hate me when I say it because you know it. Oh, tell me. Miss Vicky. That's right. God. I, I got to stay up and watch him get married on The Tonight Show. Huh. I said, I, being, look... Right now, a four-year difference between us isn't a whole lot. But back when I was nine and you were five, it's a huge difference. You and, know it, uh, no. I, I remember all oh, the whole Tiny Tim craze. Nobody. I couldn't. Jeez, uh, Louise. Okay. Moving on to 1977, where the Supreme Court rules out the death penalty for rapists of adults. See ya. There you go. All right, going on now to the 30th, where in 1955, the Philippines close all non-Catholic Chinese restaurants. I have no idea what that why, is. Why? I have no idea. Uh, that that's We need to switch to History Channel mode to figure that one out. I know, right? All right, uh, moving on to 1937, where the world's first emergency phone call was launched in London using the number 999. And you know what they got? We're sorry. You have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in service. If you feel you have reached this recording in error, please check the number and try your call again. In Somewhere out, uh, hold on. Somewhere out there, there was a recording. Somebody pieced it together. And it's basically this, but it says, the number you have reached, 911. One is no longer in service or has been disconnected. <laughs> I'm going to do that someday. Moving on. Okay. In 1938, Superman first appears in a DC Comics action series, issue number one. Do you know, originally in the cat comics, Superman didn't fly. He jumped. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yyeah, he didn't able fly to, at all. Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Yeah, and that, now that's from the 1950s TV show, uh -huh, which, played, uh -huh. which played every afternoon here in Nueva York in the 60s. Uh, you know, and we just watched it every day and of course, you know, that, that led to the famous joke from if you watch that show, uh, the bad guys would fire bullets at Superman, bang, 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 they bounce off his chest. Then they would throw the gun at him and he would duck. 
Why? Because <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's kind of hard, hard to... Uh, we know why, but it makes if bullets aren't bothering you, why are you ducking from the anyway? Moving on. <laughs> in nineteen uh, can't see this here, nineteen fifty-three, the first Chevrolet Corvette was manufactured. Manufactured. In nineteen fifty-five, the Johnny Carson show debate debuts on CBS. You know, I saw that, and of course, I, I, I all I saw was Johnny Carson's show, and then I realized that's not the Tonight Show. That was the show he had prior to the Tonight Show. Exactly. In 1988, Chicago agrees to build a new stadium for the White Sox so they don't move to Florida. I remember that, that was a real thing. We were actually there was real, real talk. About them because they had already built the stadium in St. Petersburg, where the where the the Rays play now, the Tampa Bay Rays, mm -hmm. and uh, they built that stadium trying to attract the team. Uh, there was talk of the Giants moving down to South Florida, where I was. One newspaper guy even said, "Look, they don't even have to change their hats. SF, South Florida, we're good." <laughs> valid point. Very valid uh -huh. point. Okay, here's one of my, here's one, I think that this was way before this, but we'll go with what, what they're saying here. In 1992, the first pay bathrooms in the U.S. opened. 1992? That doesn't sound right to me, but because. Uh, no, I can remember crawling under toilets long before that. I'll have to, I'll have to look for a clarification on that one. Maybe the yeah. whole bathroom you had to pay a quarter to get into the bathroom, which I tell you the, tell truth, you the truth, do not do think not it's think a bad it. idea. I do. We'll talk about it some other time. Make a note. Sounds like a plan. All right. Moving on to July 1st, where Albert Einstein introduces the theory of special relativity. That means you and your cousin aren't really cousins or, well, that's actually, that's what Rudy Giuliani goes by. The special relativity. It allows you to marry your cousin. Yeah. It took me a second to come around to that one. but uh, In 1908, SOS, distress signal, becomes the worldwide standard for help. Ah. <laughs> you didn't think I'd have that one, did you? Oh, brother. In 19... Okay. We understand. Do you need help? I need help. Oh, boy, do I need help. I, I got... We understand, but if we want to if we want to get the, the get the uh, one-hit wonders yeah, yeah. in, we better move on. Hey, we better. Uh, okay. In 1972, Hair closes at the Biltmore Theater in New York City after 17, 1750 performances. Give me a head with hair, long, beautiful hair, shining, gleaming, streaming, flaxing, waxing. Give me down to there, hair, shoulder length longer. Hair, hair baby, there, mama, everywhere, daddy, daddy, hair. Grow it, show it, long as I can grow it, my hair. I let it fly.
That was the cow sills, ladies and gentlemen. Now you uh, and, would know this better than me, but go ahead. I I understand that Hair was actually the first Broadway play where they where the performers did nude scenes on stage. They was naked. Oh. Uh, and then there was another one. Uh, oh, uh, oh, Calcutta came after Hair. Hair only had a few brief scenes. Oh, Calcutta came next, which uh, everybody was naked. Okay, moving on to 1979, where Sony introduces the Walkman, the first popular portable cassette player. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. I didn't have one because we couldn't afford it, but couldn't no, afford I, it. Years old. I didn't want one. That's what it was. Okay, moving on to 1980, where O Canada becomes the official national anthem of Canada. Feel like a hockey game about to break out. I was just I, gonna get ready to stand up and to salute. Salute, oh Canada, glorious and free, oh Canada. We Tim Horton makes, makes stuff for the. Oh God! <laughs> oh Canada, we stand on guard for the. That's. Okay, moving on to 1982, where Cal Ripken Jr. makes the first of his record uh, 2,216 consecutive MLB starts at shortstop for the Orioles. There you go. You know, at one point, his father was his manager and his brother played on the team. Yeah, I I remember that. Absolutely. Cal Sr. and Billy Ripken. Okay, let's get through through July uh, 2nd here real quick. Yeah, I'm not uh, a late, so, so let's right. move along. Exactly. Uh, in 1943, an alligator falls from the sky during a thunderstorm in Charlton, South Carolina. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Next! <laughs> 1960, or excuse me, 1867, where the first U.S. elevated railroad service begins in New York City. Chugga-chugga-choo-choo, let's go! In 1881, President James Garfield is shot by Charles J. Gatow. I must, I'm hoping I pronounced that correct. A, dis, uh, a disappointed office seeker. Diefield, or Garfield dies 79 years later. 79 days later. They, excuse me, 79. Thank you very much. Nice catch. Moving on. That's what I'm here for. In 1962, Sam Walton opens up his first Walmart store in Rogers, Arkansas. And ask every small, every mom and pop business what they think about that. Next. Exactly. 1964, President Lyndon Johnson signs the Civil Rights Act and Voting Rights Act into law. And also picked up his dog by the ears. Moving on. In 1990, Imelda Marcos and Oh, I Adrian Khashoggi, I'm assuming I'm pronouncing that correct, are found not guilty of racketeering. 
Yeah, there you go. And lots of shoes. House is full of shoes. Next. Yeah, well, I think Lori's trying to to uh, catch. Come on, chop chop. Chop chop. Nineteen ninety one, where yeah. Boys in the Hood, directed by John Singleton, starring Cuba Juni Gooding Jr. and Ice Cube, is released. Great. Is there anything we can not have? Do they all have to be in there? Oh, you can. <laughs> you should see the list that I have to pick from. No, no, no. We, we, we gotta. We gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We're out. <laughs> oh. And now, ladies and gentlemen, allow me to present the battle of the one-hit wonders. Here's your match official, John Shannon. All right. In this week's battle of the uh, one-hit wonders, we had our challenger, our new, fresh, shiny challenger from 1981. This is Tommy Two Tone. And your current champion from uh, 1975. This is Terry Jacks. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. But the hills that we climbed were just seasons out of time. Goodbye, Papa, please pray for me. I was the black sheep of the family. You tried to teach me right from wrong Too much wine and too much song Wonder how I got along Goodbye, Papa, it's hard to die All right, let's see how much you cheated this week. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know when you're ready for your drum roll. I am ready for the drum roll. And your winner. And still, your champion, Seasons in the Sun, from 1975. We've known each other since we were nine or ten. Together we've climbed hills and trees. Learned of love and ABC Skinned our hearts and skinned our knees Goodbye my friend, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing in the sky Now that the spring is in the air Pretty girls are everywhere Think of me and I'll be there We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons 
Papa, please pray for me. I was a black sheep of the family. You tried to teach me right from wrong. Too much wine and too much song. Wonder how I got along. Goodbye, Papa, it's hard to die. When all the birds are singing in the sky. Explain to me how this keeps winning. What were the numbers this week? I honestly, <laughs> I was I was just surprised as you were to tell you the truth. I, I can't uh, believe this. All right. Well, seasons in the sun won by sixty point one percent of the vote between the two uh, social media platforms. Uh, it was um, it, it was actually on Facebook. Uh, it was behind by a minute percentage amount. Uh, but uh, in the last couple of days on uh, Twitter, uh, all of a sudden, and uh, you don't go on Facebook, so you can't see that, but on, on Twitter over the last uh, couple of days, it just took off like you would not. All right, well, we want to squeeze the challenger room. We're running out of time. So, Here's another one that everybody knows the words and we can sing along. I don't know what's going on with you dead people on Faceplant, but John, bring us into it, please. Our All challenge. right. Uh, tell me, the, tell me the year, by the way, on this. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. So from the unknown year, here is Tony uh, Basil from whenever your new challenger.
there it was from 1981. Tony, ba is that how we pronounce it? Is Basil? Tony Basil? Tony, ba Tony Basil. Si, senor. Mickey. So that's your challenger, him, and you know how to go about to vote for your particular preference here, uh, either through Facebook uh, at the uh, Friends of the Taxi Stand Hour or on our through our Twitter feeds. And like I said, I posted up on my Twitter uh, feed, uh, but it is retweeted on to Taxi Stand Hour and on Radio TFI, and I'm sure Ed. Uh, as well has it uh, retweeted on his Twitter feed. As yes, well. he does. And if some of the people that are actually alive could go to Faceplant, because again, I love Seasons in the Sun, but this is getting ridiculous. Don't blame, don't I mean, blame Facebook. Facebook. Oh, I'm Facebook, blaming Facebook. Facebook gave you gave you a uh, one percentage point uh, win. It was it was Twitter that uh, came out and dumped all. Why are all these people voting for it? Anyway, here, you got another. Everybody's going to party. Everybody loves Mickey. Mickey. Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. I lose my mind. That's Those aren't the lyrics, but. Uh, as you need to know. get out of it. You need to get out of the 80s. People people are just like me that agree that the 80s were the decade where the, just like the, like the first video on MTV where video killed the radio. <laughs> And that's enough of that. So thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll be back to do it again next week, maybe even longer. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us for Ed Van Ness. I'm John Shannon, and I got the money. See ya! The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests do not necessarily state or reflect those of the company and its management. Furthermore, the assumptions, views, opinions, and insinuations made by the host and guests do not reflect those of the show, the management, and the network. In addition, all copyrighted material is used without permission and will be removed with notification from the rightful owners or their agent. So there.